Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Video game controversies can feel like the end of the world. In fact, it seems like every year there's a handful that completely send the internet into total meltdown. And that's because, for better or worse, players put so much stock into the games closest to them. And that means that any change, big or small, can be perceived as completely altering the very nature of the thing they liked so much in the first place. And some of these backlashes are admittedly deserved. When EA decided to get playable heroes and villains behind ridiculous grinds and Star Wars Battlefront 2, fans rightfully took to forums to tear those ideas apart. Sometimes, though, the reactionary approach to change can lead to things being blown way, way out of proportion, and in hindsight, these controversies weren't anywhere near worth all the fuss. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com, and these are 8 video game controversies we were all wrong about. Number 8. God of War's Everything while God of War 2018 instantly became viewed as one of the best games of the generation so far when it launched, a good chunk of fans would have balked at the idea of that result happening when it was first revealed. Though seeing Kratos again after so much time away, stunningly rendered with the power of the PlayStation 4 Pro, undeniably brought the chills at E3 2016, the new direction for the series the trailer promised became an immediate point of contention. Atreus as a companion was the most obviously controversial new element, with fans questioning how fun it would actually be to look after a child for the entire game, and highlighting just how damn annoying the character was in those early trailers. It wasn't just him though, pretty much every new addition became a point of contention. The new, more mature tone, the over-the-shoulder perspective, the new main weapon, and the shift from Greek to Norse mythology. The series had strayed far from its roots, but fortunately the finished product showed definitively why it was the correct choice. Number 7, Call of Duty's sci-fi phase. It might be difficult to remember now, but Call of Duty embracing sci-fi wall running and double jumps in advanced warfare was thought to be the saviour of the entire franchise, finally breathing new life into a formula that had been stagnating for a while. Of course, it didn't take fans long to tire of the new sci-fi elements, which were admittedly a response to the futuristic focus of other shooters in both the single player and multiplayer. This came to a head with the announcement of Infinite Warfare, who reveal trailer received an astonishing amount of downvotes, becoming one of the most despised Call of Duty installments ever. It had its fans, of course, but by taking Call of Duty into space, Activision alienated those who craved for a return to the boots on the ground days of old. Not even Jon Snow could save it. I don't want it. 
Fans were perhaps right to respond negatively to Activision refusing to diversify their brand and barrel headfirst down the sci-fi route, but Infinite Warfare didn't deserve to be caught in the crossfire. Boasting one of the most innovative and interesting COD campaigns in years, there was so much to love about the title, from the story to the characters to the added freedom in the gameplay. Fortunately, now that COD has returned to its roots, Infinite Warfare can be appreciated as the hidden experimental gem it always was. Number 6, Kiefer Sutherland as Big Boss Now I want to preface this entry by saying that the way Hideo Kojima went about replacing longtime voice of Solid Snake and Big Boss David Hayter was absolutely not cool, and the end result doesn't justify him being binned off so unceremoniously. That said, the switch to Kiefer Sutherland actually works in the context of Metal Gear Solid 5. For one, it functions as the very first indicator that you're not actually playing as the real Big Boss, but someone simply wearing his face, which does help differentiate this version of the character from that of the previous releases. It also works, however, because the final entry in the Stealth Saga is a deeply weird game. Pretty much everything from the mechanics to the structure of missions to the story itself is built around the idea of the Phantom Pain, the lingering paranoia that something is just slightly off. Consequently, the lack of David Hayter, just like the absence of quiet in the game's final hours, acts as another of these phantom pains, and in a weird way fits with the theme of the entire story. Of course, all of this is redundant if you're playing in Japan, where the original voice actor for Big Boss was kept, so let's just chalk this one up to a happy accident. Number 5, GTF4's Realistic Gameplay Despite being critically one of the highest rated games of all time and selling like damn hotcakes back in the day, the legacy of Grand Theft Auto 4 is a little strange. That's because instead of embracing the open world anarchy of the previous titles, Rockstar instead tried to make GTA 4 far more realistic than its predecessors. Sure, it still had its wacky moments, but the world of Liberty City was programmed to be as authentic as possible, right down to NPCs having their own routines and characters as feet connecting to every single step on a staircase seriously this blew me away a decade ago. That also meant, however, more so-called realistic gameplay, particularly when it came to the handling of cars. Unlike previous titles where every vehicle controlled like you were playing Burnout, here the cars had weight, and you couldn't just drive down the street at 100 miles per hour and handbrake turn around every corner without bursting a sweat. However, in a post-Red Dead Redemption 2 world, Rockstar's previous attempt at a more methodical, purposeful style of play can, in fact, be appreciated. These little details put Rockstar's world light years ahead of the competition to the point where it still holds up 10 years later. Number 4, DMC's Hipster Dante. The redesigned backlash to top all other redesigned backlashes, when Capcom unveiled DMC Devil May Cry, fans hated everything about it. While the fourth game made the contentious decision to move away from main protagonist Dante to newcomer Nero, it still had its fans, but sadly didn't sell the amount the publisher expected. Consequently, they went back to the drawing board in an attempt to broaden the appeal of the franchise, rebooting it with more western sensibilities in order to cash in on mainstream trends, which were very much rooted in dark darker, grittier characters and narratives. In came the new Dante then, an annoying asshole who looked like he'd stumbled straight out of my wardrobe from 2005. A terrible replacement for the previous version of the hero everyone knew and loved. It was a needless change, but looks weren't what made DMC such a beloved franchise in the first place. It was the combat. Fortunately, Capcom absolutely nailed that element in the reboot, as well as the story, levels and, you know, pretty much every other element that makes up a game. 
Yeah, tossing aside the older lore wasn't great, but DMC was still a hell of a good time, and the new Dante wasn't all that bad if you gave him a chance. Number 3, Spider-Man PS4's original costume. Though Sony's reveal of a new exclusive Spider-Man game was met with near universal acclaim, there was one little detail which received immediate backlash, the costume. In order to signify that this was a new version of Spidey separate from both the comics and the movies, Insomniac redesigned the signature costume to include a huge white spider insignia, as well as other white tints on the regular red, black and blue outfit, which unsurprisingly was a difficult sell to longtime fans, including me. Because admittedly, I was one of the many people caught up on this decision, thinking it looked a little tacky and needless, no matter how much the developers reiterated that there was an in-universe reason for the change. How wrong I totally was. When the game launched and people had the time to adjust to the alteration, it was eventually embraced. It helped that Insomniac included plenty of other costumes fans could hop into instead, including the classic original, but the new design did undeniably distinguish this version of the wall crawler from all the rest. A few months after launch, the discourse had changed so much that the white suit was even included in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which gaming fans absolutely went crazy over. Number 2, Resident Evil 7's first person view. At this point, Resident Evil fans should be no stranger to change. From the shift from tank controls to a third person perspective, from swapping out zombies for Las Plagas infected mercenaries, the series has always been in a constant state of reinvention when it comes to the story mechanics and overall direction. Even with all that history though, the jump from a third person perspective to a new first person perspective in Resident Evil 7 went down like a lead balloon with some diehard fans who claimed the new direction just wasn't Resident Evil enough. In their defense, it wasn't just the perspective that had changed, but the entire style of the horror, the enemies, and the very lore itself. What seems to be forgotten though was that kind of radical change was exactly what the franchise needed. It had become entirely unfocused across Resi 5 and especially 6, to the point where a shift in perspective should have been the least of fans' worries. Now that the signature over-the-shoulder style has returned in the remake for Resi 2, however, the seventh title has been embraced as the kind of kick up the backside the series so desperately needed. Number 1. Wind Waker's Art Style of all the complaints to come from fandoms towards creatives, Wind Waker's is not only the most misguided, but the one that's aged the worst. First up, some background. Nobody is going to deny that Ocarina of Time was a landmark moment, not only in video games, but for digital entertainment as a whole. To an entire generation of kids and teenagers embodying Link and going on a quest to save the realm, exploring Hyrule Field and journeying from dungeon to castle, desert to cave and back again, it felt like the most epic thing ever. Not to mention, the shift to playing as adult Link gave the experience a sense of maturity, grounding it as a real coming-of-age tale. All of this was doubled down on by Majora's Mask being creepy and interpretive as hell, so come the time we laid eyes on Wind Waker, thousands of fans who'd pegged Zelda as a series for adults and with adult themes ended up, well, losing it. The thing is though, The Legend of Zelda is a fairy tale. The unassuming hero, the princess, a dastardly evil that needs to be stopped, fairies, swords and shields, magic and horse riding, it's all archetypal fantasy, and absolutely fits being rendered as fantasy, more than anything approaching realism. And if you just want proof that a realistic aesthetic can be bad, well, just look at Twilight Princess. So that's our list. I know you guys thought about these so-called controversies down in the comments below. While you're there, could you give us a like, share, subscribe, and head over to whatculture.com for more lists and news like this every single day. Even if you don't, though, I've been Josh. Thank you for watching, and I'll see you soon.
Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.